0: this is just a smidge more with Brandy Henson I'm Holly Stillings and this is everything you want to know without an appointment this is a weekly podcast where medical profession and real life collide
1: hey everyone welcome back let's dive right into part two
0: So now getting to the juicy stuff your personal life do you have one? I try to
2: yeah <laughs> have one?
0: Well I don't know I That's mean a random um, question If you look at his background you're obviously a super overachiever. Are you hard to be in a relationship with?
2: So, probably. Okay, that's honest. Um, It's it's between school, soccer, um, training, and I always wanted to be the best at what I could be. Mm -hmm. I'm very, very driven. Um, and hardworking but that also comes in extent, expense and the first thing to kind of go is a personal life right so yes yeah dating and things like that I try to maintain I have my my closest friends are my six seven best friends from high school we see each other like a couple times a year we chat every day on group message and we're like they're we're like brothers and so it's kind of nice to have them as a backbone and although we don't see each other as frequently as we'd love to and we're all kind of all over the country now mm-hmm. so it's become a little more challenging but it's also become fun because like one of my best friends lives in Hawaii. So it's like, oh, good excuse to go down there. Oh, yeah. That's one's great. One's in St. Louis. One's in San Francisco. A couple are still in D.C. It's like, okay, great. Let's, that's fun. Mm-hmm. So and someone now is also now always having a bachelor party or like a yeah. wedding. Yeah. So it's, it's oh, a good yeah. time cool. of our lives. And you're
0: like, what, 30 something? Early yeah.
2: mid 30s. Early
0: mid 30s. <laughs> so you're not married?
2: Not married. Never been married. Never been married. No kids. None that I know of. Are, do you <laughs> like
0: dating websites?
2: I tried it. I just, it's not for me. And I told you I'm an old soul. <laughs> I like, know who she, I, I know who oh you boy. should
0: date. <laughs> Kristen Cavallari. <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you know who that is? I do, but I'm not I'm, what am I missing here?
0: Nothing. <laughs> I I just thought I'm of it. I was out. listening to her podcast and
1: I'm like, <laughs> oh
0: my she's gosh. She's successful
1: podcast
2: currently.
0: <laughs> and I, like, I was like, oh my gosh, you guys would be a great fit. She's successful, you're successful. They look you guys would be now old. together. You're like cupid. How old is she? Yeah. She's like She's uh, like in her 30s. I think she's a little older, like 30 536
1: I thought really, really like 40 sad something. And she's older on a 35. dating
0: website called Raya. She had a whole episode about that. Do you know are you familiar I've with this? I've heard of it. Yes. You probably don't need a dating website. You're a plastic surgeon in LA. The women are like all over you,
2: right? No, it doesn't work that way. No? No. How does it work? I wish, tell me. How Maybe I'm going to work? all the wrong yeah, places. But
1: then sometimes like, I mean, this the is the, girls this is the real like,
0: interesting stuff. Yeah. You're going to have tons of patients coming in after this episode. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hopefully for the right reasons. We're all going to need I'll good jobs. consults.
0: <laughs> so what do you do in your time off?
2: I love staying active. So I love hiking. I like bike riding. I like um, playing soccer, some pickup soccer, yoga. I try to do it once a week. Oh, my gosh. So do you um, go to like
0: a public field and then they're like, oh, this guy can play? No, and no, there's and he a them." <laughs> He's like, covert. They're like. You're not playing with us anymore. Go on. There's
2: a couple guys that I used to play with back in the East Coast that I've moved out here. So there's like a leagues and, you know, teams like that, that kind of form. And it's fine. It's also I've had two knee surgeries. I'm nowhere near. Um, I get out of breath pretty quickly nowadays. So it's very different.
0: And so where do you like to hike? What's the best hike in L.A.?
2: Oh, one of my favorites is... Um, up Topanga, okay. um, I think it's called like Los Leones. Okay, it's once you get to the top, you have a great view of Malibu. You get all the entire. Cove. Is that
0: the one with the waterfalls? Did we go? Yes, I think so. With the house, it
2: has a cool story. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Um, it's got a really cool house, a story where it was a. Uh, one of the original owners of, a like, a food market bought, like, 100 acres out there, built this house on the waterfall so that the oh, kitchen really? and his, like, oh, no, that's eating amazing. area is, like, facing this waterfall, like, How in their cool. property. And, I mean, you can only imagine back then also, like, there was probably nothing around there. Like, Santa Monica was a mill. Like, Malibu was probably, like, one shack. Yeah. And so he's just by himself up there on the mountain, him and his family. And then there's this fire that, like, completely, like, devastated the entire property property and the house burned down but you see the foundation so they have almost like a little historic land uh, landmark there huh. so you kind of hike there and then you keep going you see that you see the footprint of the house you see the fireplace which is kind of almost like chilling to see and then i don't think anything anyone got hurt i don't i but they have like a little plaque there with the story it's a oh like cool gosh. little story cool. and then you keep hiking then you end up with a nice view and oh we
0: got to do that we'll yeah. have to check that out and are you able to to like relax when you get away from work.
2: Oh yeah. This is a
0: high stress job. This is a high stress job.
2: It is, but that's why you have to have the right hobbies and you gotta be able to turn it off. Self-care. And self-care, exactly. Yes. And also you get a little desensitized, right? So in terms mm-hmm. of surgery is high stress. You're very, very hyper-focused when you're doing it. It's an awesome experience um, to go through, but, and it's unique, right? Because it's extremely adrenaline provoking. But then you have to be able to turn it off. And you have to like focus on the surgery. And then when you're not in surgery, that's it. You have fun. You enjoy your your time and your life. That being said, I do think that most surgery is done before you even enter the operating room. So when I prepare for surgery, I'll like do that case mentally in my head like probably ten times before I enter walk on surgery day and say okay these are and then it just becomes an execution Mm -hmm. almost like a recital for uh, like a Broadway show yeah They they practice they practice they practice they practice they nail the steps and the moves and the timing of the choreography and everything and then when it's opening day it's just an execution and that's how surgery should be
0: did soccer prepare you for this job?
2: Definitely. Totally, right? When the whistle blows, it's like game on. You got to turn it on. Your focus mm-hmm. has to be 100%. Nothing else matters other than what's inside the field. And the same exact thing trans- translates to surgery. Yeah. Nothing else matters than other than like what's in that square um, in the sterile field. And you got to bring it you do. You, you have bring one shot. It. Exactly. Bring it.
0: One yeah, shot. You don't want to distract distracted surgeon. No, times. you do not. That that is totally key. So, what do you binge watch? Do you binge watch anything?
2: Oh, that's my guilty pleasure. Yes. Yay. Um. Okay, I loved Narcos. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh that's so that was a that's a good show. show. Yes. Um. Really like the Formula One uh, Drive to Survive.
0: Oh. I think that's what they call it.
2: Yeah. It, it. I had no idea. Drive to ba-
0: survive. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to have to watch that. Never so, seen that before.
2: <laughs> it's like the... Uh, Real, somewhat reality TV. Basically, they follow along all the, like the F one drivers and the cars, and each season is each each season is also related to a season of racing. And I had no idea that what goes on in between, in between the inter team camaraderie, but also the inter team rivalry, because each team has two drivers and they're mm-hmm. competing. They're the only two that are driving the same car, so. Basically, you can't really compare driver against driver unless they're on the same team because then they're actually driving the same car. I had no idea. I thought all these cars were the same. That's so, so interesting. Yeah. So if you had to eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? <laughs> Ooh. Do I have a magical ability to not get fat? Yes, you yeah. do. Cheesecake. Cheesecake. Oh, okay. Ben, I could eat cheesecake. Like what I,
0: kind of cheesecake? I
2: love a crispy graham cracker crust bottom uh-huh. with a fluffy top. And the original. I mean, it doesn't the have to OG. have.
1: They're OG. Yeah. You know who makes incredible cheesecake she right does. here? She, she makes does. amazing Well,
2: you're cheesecake. lucky that you tell me this now. Yes. <laughs> not yesterday. I would have requested it. I said, you're only allowed in this office. Except like,
0: I couldn't tell you how to make it because Brandy's out. No, I tried S, to and make I'm like, it. And
1: she's like, um, I don't know. I just I know, put just like throw it in. a little bit in there. I'm like, this is not a recipe. It's so, been a work in progress. That's how over you
2: know years. you're good in the kitchen is when you can't give a recipe and you're just yeah. like floating yeah. around and you're like a pinch of this, a dab of this, and <laughs> boom. Next that's thing you know, you it's mean. delicious. I make, like <laughs> I
0: make a very yeah. thick graham cracker crust because oh. I love crust. So you you know you can't yeah. get enough. It's crust. It's
2: critical. It's
0: critical. I it's critical. It. So what? Wait, so
2: I'm gonna I'm okay. gonna flip this for a second. So cooking mm-hmm. is that your way of decompressing? N-
0: no, not lately. In fact, I kind of hate it right now. I don't <laughs> know. Like I, I'm always changing. Like I. Sometimes I, like, some years I love to cook, and I'm cooking all the time. And this year, probably because I have all this going on, like, I'm just not that interested. And so it's,
1: you know.
2: Okay. Lexi Brandy, your favorite things to do to decompress?
1: I like to cook, and I like to work out. And if I don't work out at 4 in the morning, it doesn't usually happen. But (laughs) you like to work out. Yeah, but I think... I have so many kids that I just deal with their
0: stuff. All the It's <laughs> all I have time for.
2: <laughs> You're just running around nonstop?
0: Yeah. She's a Uber driver. driver. Yeah. yeah. We kind of all are.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we'll make you a little sign you put on the car.
1: Yeah, I Ab- need that. Absolutely. I literally have a Sprinter van, passenger van for all of my kids. I had to borrow it last week from her. And it's not just a Sprinter van. It's lifted with big tires. Mm-hmm. So I get in it and I literally...
2: <laughs> wait that is so cool can we borrow it next time we have an office outing yeah, i yeah. think yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna call you oh no yeah. we always borrow You're it not we're not everyone borrows <laughs> it <Everyone laughs> because it's it. the extra car we're like, sure. she's like I you know, can never, never
0: sell market. this just
1: press the button until it opens yeah yeah you can never sell that i need a booster no. seat for the sprinter van yes yeah you do because you can barely see my head and she's laughing she leaves work and she's like i should have taken a picture it's hilarious because she's so tiny to work well she needed it uh and so I drove it to work, so that way I don't even know how I got home. I drove someone else's car. You home. drove Adriana's. Yeah, my I didn't assistant. even, I didn't my even my know what car, car was hers.
0: <laughs> talk about talk about NASCAR driving. She can drive that thing like a NASCAR driver. Like she she it's literally a fiat. is like when she's she's amazing into parking yeah.
1: spaces. There she you really go. Let's get
2: her behind the wheel. It's pretty exciting. You
1: wouldn't be able to park that here anywhere. Uh-uh. No oh, The clearance not. is like
0: four feet. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. At the parking structure, I can barely stand. It's
1: true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's
2: on your surgical playlist? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, are like, you in charge of that? I am in charge of that. Okay. I do let the nurses, too, also, like, enjoy, um, have have at it and be DJ every from time to time. But I enjoy Kygo, Calvin Harris. Oh, my God. But that Kygo, looks, Kygo that is, is
1: in every. I actually like Kygo, but that was that's what, what Dr. Was, for yeah, it's, it's, like, it's,
2: it's fun music. It's No one gets offended in the operating room. Uh-huh. It's Lively, it's energetic, it's easy, and then some throwbacks I'm like, like what? Pink Floyd and <laughs> Okay. N' Roses. Yeah.
1: See, look at yeah. someone agrees with my music choice. He, didn't, he did not music say Pearl Jam choice. Radio. Well, he what not she, that. Likes he is, Floyd. she likes said Pink Floyd, Guns <laughs> N' Roses, like Pearl Jam Radio, and
0: you know, it's, it's good music. It's, <laughs> whatever. I mean, I like Eddie better, but anyways, <laughs> we've gone through that before. So, what's your favorite song right now that you listen to? You're like, this is my pump up song. This is where I'm going to destroy Ooh. the surgery or do well. In the I, do have,
2: I do not have. I don't have We are. You do No, no. <laughs> I was always musically illiterate. Like, I will hear the same song twelve times and tell you, "Oh, I've never heard this before." Really? I can't learn lyrics. I like oh, music the in the opposite. background. I'll so, I'll hear it
0: one time and I know the whole song. Oh,
2: I'm so envious. That's interesting. Can you read a book
0: and remember yeah, everything? Yeah, I
2: photograph. I've like an element of photographic memory. Where if I see something written down once, it's like done. But somehow music just but cannot you hear it. yeah I can't I can't retain it. And the interesting part is that I love music in the background so if I'm like operating yes I, I love having some music in the background I love when I'm getting ready or mm-hmm. dressed or like have music in the background so I like it to be around. It's just, I can't retain it. I can't learn lyrics.
0: Interesting. And I have
2: a terrible tune, so I can't can't hold a tune for my life. <laughs> What's the first concert you ever went to? Uh, I think one of my buddies dragged me to Dave Matthews.
0: Okay. That's good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But again, I couldn't tell you a single song that I yeah. heard.
0: <laughs> what was the last concert you went to?
2: Uh, we went to, as in, we went to a, like a jazz collection at the Hollywood Bowl. Okay. Um, it was pretty nice. Very different.
0: What's your favorite thing about living and working in Los Angeles?
2: Favorite thing is just the mix of you get city life. You get all the benefits of like concerts and sports teams and this and that and good restaurants. But you also have the beach and like it feels like a... Beach town, or a mm-hmm. collection of beach towns. Whether you go down from Malibu, Huntington, Redondo, um, Santa Monica Venice, everything has like a little different microculture that's different. Yeah, and it's kind of nice. It kind of gives you a small town feel. Probably not if you're from the Midwest. You might be offended if I say that. But <laughs> a beach town. It kind of yeah. like it's like uh, you know, you're in shorts, board shorts, and flip flops, and you're just walking into a restaurant and the sand's right there. But yet you're 30 minutes away from L.A., second biggest city in America, and you have mm-hmm. access to everything that you possibly could want
0: that's awesome so we've talked about your your high achieving guy what's your next goal like do you set goals yearly
2: no i'm not one of those people that sets like i won't sit down and write down five goals i, I just like i want to be the best i possibly can at anything i do so mm-hmm. whatever i'm interested in i will try to be the ultimate best i possibly can be
0: do you set new year's resolutions no okay do you no Do I, don't don't really either. I don't either because
2: no, no, i feel like most it. of those if if you're if you really want to change something if you identify something and you want to change something in life i think it should be done like that moment like just mm-hmm. to, to wait till oh in january i'm gonna like change this if or... you're
1: a procrastinator it's good then you yeah wait till january. i'm not a procrastinator though <laughs> uh, oh she and definitely oh no. god no no
0: no no, no. wait when is that supposed That's to be? it's actually a compliment we've talked about this before but you go if there's an you go you're you're 500 yards down the line like you're there already mm-hmm. like if the idea comes up you're already there you're moving you're ordering you're you, and right so
2: then oh, your so new successful. year's resolution is basically every single day every time right. you think about something yeah. you're like okay i'm going to change this or i have a great idea that might work let's try it we'll go down that rabbit hole and if it works great if it doesn't we'll pivot and figure something else out and that's exactly probably why you have been so successful
1: my new year's resolution is a nap <laughs> Yeah, that would be You're good. never gonna get that. No, no you're, you're not. not. You get
0: that? No, you're not by
2: January 2nd. Yeah. That's out the window. God, it's done.
0: <laughs> failed. So we talked about all, a lot of the surgical procedures, but we haven't talked a lot about non surgical treatments, which are so popular now. Obviously, we deal with that a lot in our office. Tell us a little bit about you have a four syringe rule.
2: <laughs> Before I do that, I wanna okay. go down the line and tell me your favorite non surgical thing that you do. And what you want to maybe do in the near future learn about starting your practice
1: like non-surgical if i'm doing filler i love cheeks because i feel like that makes the biggest difference in someone with very little bit of product and i love the co2 laser i that machine never shuts off in our office Mm -hmm. we do anywhere from like five to 10 of them a day. What I wanna do in the near future, and you have it, I can't wait to see it, is the laser. I need a laser for melasma. So I don't know, just maybe get more into lasers in the next year. I mean, I'm kind of capped at what I can really do in my office, so I don't know. It doesn't Mm -hmm. seem like you are. You're always coming up with something. It's your (laughs) ideas. She fulfills them. She's not allowed another idea till twenty twenty four. She's she's got her <laughs> list going.
2: Yeah, your New Year's resolution will also be the idea for right. Brandy. Right. But I think
1: part of my goal too with my office was to build a good group with no drama. I can't mm-hmm. stand drama. Mm-hmm. And I think we have a really good group. I think we have a really good group. I mean I
2: mean I, judging yes. by you three, this sounds awesome. Oh, yeah, I can't imagine we're a anyone who would
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: You I should have been in, in the that car office. All right, we're we're amazing. Amazing. The three amigos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um no but i think i think it's important who you work with mm-hmm. i think that's a huge thing yeah i, I totally echo that
2: thing. i mean i'm so blessed here the office is amazing yeah. i mean working with dr gavami has been a dream come true so far and then but also like every other staff member it's yeah. so fun to work with we come out with like different ideas we challenge each other yeah. we say oh what would you do for this case or <clears throat> you know which laser settings would you think about this and we kind of talk about it we talk about pros cons and like okay you know what let me give it a try your now way you, you, or, you do r d too Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I think anyone who's in our field is intrigued by R&D. And you wouldn't be good at what you do unless you have that sort of drive to get better, to try pushing safely and, you know, cautiously the limits, but also to deliver better results for patients. And ultimately, that's the driving factor is... For patients to really benefit from your expertise, your knowledge, your experience, and your critical thinking and like being observant and saying, okay, these three patients responded this way this is probably what's going on or let's change this a little mm-hmm. bit and and that's kind of like the beauty of it it keeps evolving and changing and getting better mm-hmm. um going back to this uh, you've how about you? what do you like injecting or oh i don't inject don't anything don't inject? Um, no, no no she does all
0: the podcast no, social I'm media all marketing spending okay. a lot of I money get the, i time. get to do the fun stuff they get to do the hard stuff
2: Gotcha, and do you checked it. Yeah, all? yeah. So what I like you, What was your favorite?
1: I was gonna say cheeks and chins, hmm. but really, I love Botox. Yeah, we do a lot of messing around with Botox. I, I love, actually, I love we tried it. a new technique on her yesterday. We're gonna see if your eyelids still two standing weeks. In two We'll weeks. see how I look. Yeah,
2: I'm sure it's gonna be great. If not, Worst but case, I do you love get drops.
1: <laughs> it's fine.
2: Yeah, also it doesn't fine. last that long.
1: No, it'll be great.
2: Yeah, you look like you're just winking, like it's the emoji. Fine. <laughs> you're per, you got you the permanent emoji.
1: No. It's going to look great. No, but sure. when I first asked her to come on, because it was just me until a year and a half ago. And then I had my own little space on State Street. It was cute, small. And then I had to either renew that lease or move and expand to a huge office. And I expanded. I'm like, I might fall on my face. I don't know. But I asked her, I'm like, do you want to come back to work? She like, I think I just want to do laser hair. I'm Well, that's going to get old real fast. <laughs> So she, I trained. We trained her in everything. And you're really good. Patients really love it. Both you. of our background is ER. Yeah,
2: right. And it's you two though that your husbands mm-hmm. are ER doctors' mm-hmm. best friends. And
1: yeah, hers.
2: Oh, all no, three no, of no. you.
1: My ex. Her ex- <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I was I just saying, how'd you
2: pick up the third musketeer? That's yeah. how yeah.
1: We, we met each other.
2: Yeah. yeah, got it. Yeah. Um, so
1: they've all worked together, and then we became friends, and. We're still and friends. her background is in marketing. So we had to beg her husband for one day a week and he gave in. He's so an old soul. One day a week. She gets to co- coffee and conference is what we coffee said. <laughs>
0: and conference. It's expanded into a little bit more than that, but <laughs> it's okay. We're it's in fun. Beverly Hills for the day. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. It's, that's fun. Right. it's Why work, not? okay? <laughs> got to live work. your best life, right? right? it's marketing. That's right. I'm
2: glad we didn't have to sign any permission forms at so that's good. No, it is yeah. good. Very
0: good.
2: Um, so the four syringe – like, it's a loose rule, but I kind of think if you're thinking about putting a lot of syringes into someone's face, I think then you kind of have to just question, am I doing the right thing? Is this someone who would maybe benefit more from an excisional procedure or, like, fat grafting or, like, you're able to just – Replace like with like, truly replace fat, like the volume deficiency with fat from other parts of the body. Um, I, I feel think- like
0: that's like the th- the hot thing right now. Like the fat grafting, I feel like the- they're marketing it more. I feel like people, when they come into the office, they're like, have you seen this fat grafting? We're like, yes, we've seen it. Like, And where do you get it from?
2: Anywhere in the body that you have extra Anywhere. fat. Anywhere. Yeah. Hmm. Inner thighs, abdomen, back of the arms, um, outer thighs. You name it, kind of like wherever you someone is saying, oh, you know, I wish I didn't have this little extra fat pocket. It's like, boom, perfect.
0: How well. much do you take out?
2: So it depends on how much fat you need, right? So you kind of work backwards and you kind of say, like, if you only want, like, maybe 5 or 10 cc's, you probably have to take out, like, 50 or 60. Um, but you're also putting in 50 or 60 of fluid to help you get out the fat. So... That part is like a one-to-one usually. You'll Mm -hmm. put in about the same amount of fluid as you're going to take out, and then you end up taking out – two to three times the amount that you ultimately want to get and then you process the fat in special ways to really get rid of any of the extra juices and fluid and things like that and harvest only like the true really good best fat, fat. Mm-hmm. and then that's why then you end up with fat that stays if you're just reinjecting everything that you just take out you're gonna all these things uh, they're saying oh like 40% stays like half of it goes away melts away well yeah if you don't like process it properly and you're injecting just fluid of course it's gonna the water the body's gonna reabsorb the water and there you go but if you're processing it properly and you have structural fat and then next the cutting edge is actually processing even more, taking the fat cells out, keeping the growth factors in the stem cells, and doing nanofat. And that's been really good for melasma. Um, studies really? are showing. And yep, you
0: inject it into the face? Into
2: the skin. So this is really? more of like a rejuvenating um, thing. Because you don't have any fat, so it's not for volume. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as PRP, PRF, as you guys <laughs> have probably heard about. So PRP is a little more fluid, good for discolorations, things like that. But PRF is more of a gel, uh, adds a little bit of volume. I think in general, General, as you guys are probably seeing too with fat, your comment about fat is that patients are seeking more natural. Mm -hmm. products, right? And I don't think it's just LA where everyone's a vegan and I think it's all around the country. People are like decreasing their breast volume, their breast um, augmentation volumes. They are actually now, we're doing a lot of like hybrid where it's like you put a smaller implant with fat grafting to one, smooth it out. You also have less volume and weight from the actual implant. It looks more natural. It feels more natural Mm -hmm. for patients. Um, So I think that's just the general trend people are doing, researching and really want like PRP, PRS. F, the nanofat fat grafting mm-hmm. lasers as opposed to just like immediately jumping to an off-the-shelf mm-hmm. syringe and there's gonna be people that obviously there's obviously gonna be a market a huge market for fillers and that's mm-hmm. here to stay i don't think it's going anywhere no i think it's just gonna be it's nice because now we have more tools in our arsenal yeah. i think you can pull off the shelf a filler you can recommend something like a laser or
0: the lasers are amazing mm-hmm. I, the lasers are just like a favorite i mean it's yeah. incredible what they can do What's your favorite laser?
2: Honestly, we recently got um, the Cyton like fully loaded jewel um, platform. And it is unbelievable what this thing can do because it com- combines. Well, you have broadband light. So that's a non-laser. We have the light aspect of it. Then you have an Erbium laser and an ND YAG and a diode laser. So you basically have like four things that you can modulate at different intensities, use different combinations, stacking treatments, and you can almost target almost anything from it
1: that's the
0: i have a meeting with the rep that's and fascinating them, yeah. and is there a lot of downtime
2: you can modulate so clear silk and yeah, clear silk is like no downtime you don't have you can stay in the sun so that's nice for patients really that, yep and that's why this is spectacular so patients that come to you and they're like oh i play golf and i am not willing to miss a round of golf you're like great we're gonna end we're gonna ND, yeah, clear silk you but you're gonna need like 10 12 treatments they're short treatments but after that, you see a huge improvement in everything, like wrinkling discolorations. But it just takes a little bit more time. But they have no downtime. They walk out of your office and they can go to the beach that afternoon.
1: That's wild. Um, see, we have an indie yog. I don't mm-hmm. think we're using it to the full potential.
2: Yeah. That's amazing. Um and then you have things that do have more downtime. So it's like, you know, someone walks in and they're like, listen, I'm okay with hiding for three weeks and I want like a full contour, like a ablative, full field ablative erbium. And it's really good for those like, you know, they call them smoker lines, but even like with age, we get them, even if you didn't, never smoked, mm-hmm. it's amazing for that rejuvenation or even mm-hmm. just tightening around the lower lids. Um, but that one's going to require some downtime and you have to be an appropriate skin tone type. Um, so you kind of learn when you get the lasers and, and you have a CO2 laser, so you know this, you have to assess patients. You have to see their risk of melasma. You have to assess their risk of uh, hyperpigmentation or different or hypopigmentation after you do mm-hmm. things. So with it's like having a, a race car, not just your sprinter, but like a real <laughs> race car. And you can go 170 miles an hour, but you can also crash into a wall pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Yeah. So you really have to know how to drive this thing. And yeah. you got to go into like the trainings and really learn all the different settings before you try to drive.
0: Right. What do you think the most aggressive
2: non-surgical treatment is? I mean these full field ablative mm-hmm. things. I mean you can have down if you turn it all the way up. You can have downtimes of up to three months. Wow! Uh, where they're like burn victims uh, for the first couple weeks, and then they're red for three months, and then afterward it's like a huge day and night. You see the before and after photos, and you're just like, wow, this is a complete mm-hmm. transformation.
0: Do a lot of people but do that?
2: No one is gonna. No one in <laughs> no LA. One wants to do that. No one in LA is gonna hide in mm-hmm. from social right. events for three months. Like that's just not realistic. Right. And so that's why I think there's a huge market for some of these. Other things like the clear soaks or the halos where you get like ablative um, results with fractionated downtimes is that you kind of have these hybrids. And so it's really nice to be able to pick and choose what you want to use and fit it into someone's schedule. Because at the end of the day, that's what they care about. They don't care if they have like the smoothest skin, but like they have to be in the house for six months. Right. That doesn't really help. And you can't
0: eat solid food. (laughs) (laughs) You can't move. You cannot move. That's the those are the minuses. Exactly. So what do you think about skincare? Do you practice good skincare?
2: I, I, I value it I think it's very important I just don't have a particular interest in talking about it to patients like I, we have estheticians here we've got our like at the med the associated mm-hmm. med spa here we've got two awesome nurses um, that do a phenomenal job they know every brand that's on the market all the there's so many so many different yeah. companies to keep up with things like that um, you know now with topical exosomes coming up and things like that there's just a lot of research and I enjoy doing like the deep dive research behind things mm-hmm. and then we'll kind of have group meetings uh, Dr. Gavami myself and the med spa nurses and we'll kind of talk about our experiences what the research shows and we try to be very academic and that's one thing I really applaud Dr. Gavami with is that he's written textbooks up there he's been in every single one of those textbooks oh yeah textbooks. they're listed
0: on your website yeah, too I've,
2: I've been lucky enough actually our textbook just came out uh, recently together and um, oh, cool. papers and chapters what's together. it called so it's on gluteal augmentation okay. so myself Dr. Gavami and Dr. Um, Dr. Pasmino from Miami, well, were the chief editors for this um, section on gluteal augmentation. We got all world-renowned authors from all around the world to contribute chapters, and we've written a couple ourselves. And it's just a really nice um, handbook for other surgeons who do these procedures from A to Z, male-only, um, minimally invasive, like, you know, the sculptural ones, like how you use ultrasound with it in technology, shaping, preoperative assessments, how you plan things, these surgeries, um, how you... Talk to patients and counsel them and what the different anatomic uh, variabilities are with patients and the safety of it. Because we got a lot of bad press from buttock augmentations Mm -hmm. recently, right? You guys have heard about in Miami, they banned them for a little bit, I think. And now they're doing them only with ultrasound guidance, which that's a whole different conversation if it actually is going to improve outcomes. But at the end of the day, you know, there have been a number of deaths and because of the surgery. And it's from poor training, Poor execution, I think, and like a lack of understanding of full anatomy. You know, if you inject fat in the superficial state base and you stay out of the deep, big vessels, um, listen, a bad thing can happen to any – even the best of surgeons. So mm-hmm. I don't want – I everyone has to have hubris. And sometimes you hear these stories of like bad things happening to amazing surgeons and it just – Bad luck, bad, you know, Swiss cheese model, maybe mm-hmm. uh, a couple of things go wrong at the wrong time. But at the same time, as like most of these things are happening in like underground clinics and people who go for discounted surgeries and places, people that probably should not be performing these
1: surgeries. No, do not, not Groupon.
2: Your
0: no. Body? No.
1: Face no. or body?
0: Mm-mm. No. Wrapping this up for people out there who maybe they can't afford plastic surgery. They're not ready to make that move. What would be one thing that you would suggest to keep a youthful appearance besides diet and exercise? That's the boring. Stay out of the sun,
2: too. You know, wear, uh-huh, be sun. be regular with your sunscreen. Wear hats for your face. Um,
1: and then the sun is it. a
2: killer. It really is. It
1: is. Yeah, but when I was younger, I loved the sun. Oh, me now too. Like, ah. I love <laughs> it now. You do? Yes. Oh,
2: so you need a certain amount of vitamin D, and I think there's a reason why we need that, right? And mm-hmm. I think if you look holistically, the sun is good for us. In moderation, I think everything in moderation. Um, and so I think if you're careful, you know your, how your skin reacts to it. Some people burn right away. You need less sun um, or choose times of the day that it's not as the UV um, index is not as high. If you're, you know, ethnically darker and your native genes are, uh, you know, built for sun, then you, you're you OK. Right. And I think that's the interesting part as we kind of mix and blend um Races and ethnicities and there's different people coming from different parts of the world living in, you know, let's call it foreign areas. So that genetically, if you look back at their lineage 50 years ago, 100 years ago, that it's different. They're going to have some adjusting that needs to be made. And I think that the body, the human body is fascinating and it developed in a certain way. It's why, like, you can eat rice and, you know, Mexican, right. it, you know, um Genetics. Countries, the genetics Like are really good About processing rice And you go take someone From Scandinavia mm-hmm. And feed them a rice diet They're going to like bloat And right. feel awful And things like that But yet there's things that in, like the Scandinavians Can do that You know people in Japan Or in or in uh, South America sh- Probably should avoid And things like that So it's the interplay Of genetics And I think that's Where medicine is going Is going to be mm-hmm. I think in our lifetime And you know In the next probably Five, ten years We're going to be able To like sequence Like on the spot Say like based on your genetics genetics genetics. This is the best thing for you in terms of like skincare, in terms of like fillers, in terms of how you're going to react to implants, things like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to be the coolest thing that's going to open up so many doors.
0: So cool. Really, really cool. The other question I was going to ask you, just not to backtrack, but we have a lot of patients that come in who are of diff- different ethnic backgrounds, and they can't use the lasers, or you know, they're not the best patient for it. Do you see like a laser coming out in the future for darker skin tones? They did.
2: Clear silk. It's all Fitzpatrick one That's through all six. Okay. Yeah. So okay, and then you can. T- there's other lasers that you can use on like Fitzpatrick five and sixes, but you just have to dial down the mm-hmm. um, jewels and the fluence.
1: That's our laser hair. Our modus mm-hmm. is all Fitzpatrick's, but you got it. I mean, obviously four and above. I, I turn it yeah. all the way down. All right. Well,
0: thank you so much. This was so much fun. And Late. thank you for having us down here. If you're looking for a great world-renowned plastic surgeon dr neil varanas here in beverly hills sweet 780
2: ladies thank you so much for coming thank and you. for it's very nice to meet and chat with you this has been a riveting conversation and look forward to many more in the future
0: it's awesome yes, be great thanks so much bye everyone have a great day Guys, it's here, RGOG Intense, yay. Double the retinol for your skincare regimen. If you feel like you've become a little resistant to the retinol that you've been using, try RGOG Intense. It's a power pack punch for your skincare regimen. We'll leave you with reduced fine lines and wrinkles and discoloration, help even out your skin tone, improves the look of blemish, scars caused by acne, minimizes the larger pores, everything that you would want with your favorite retinol without irritation. Come see us today.